Welcome to the Bike Talk with Dave podcast. I'm your host, Dave Mabel. Thanks so much for tuning in to the first episode of 2024. Happy New Year to you all. And whether you're listening shortly after this episode drops or you find this sometime in the future, I hope all of your wildest dreams come true. One of those wildest dreams might include a February cycling trip to the Florida Keys. I know I mentioned that we'd open up 2024 with an episode from my 2020 Arrowhead Ultra experience. I didn't ride it, I filmed it. But I've decided to swap this with this episode, a conversation with Thirsty Pigs event company founder, Jay Kennedy. Jay has been in the hospitality business for years and a while back decided to combine his experience in hospitality, events, and beer with his love of cycling. And today you can see the bright blue and pink floral shirts, jerseys, and even vans all over the Midwest and even the country. Jay and I have been wanting to sit down to share his story for a while now, and we finally found some time during the holidays. We met at a favorite bar of ours, Captain Roy's. It's a great bar and patio right on the Des Moines River, which was started by a longtime cycling friend of mine, Wade Thompson. Wade has been such an integral part of the cycling community for so long that I had to grab him for a bit that day as well. He's not only a longtime cyclist, but a great, great musician as well. So I hope you enjoy getting to know Wade. But first, let's start with Jay and Thirsty Pigs. I've moved this episode forward because Jay is organizing a cycling trip to Florida in February, and I felt like y'all should know. If you are at all interested, shoot Jay an email at info at thirstypigs.com. You want to hear more before committing? I don't blame you. So let's dive into my conversation with Jay Kennedy, hearing all about Thirsty Pigs. Uh, Jay Kennedy, welcome to Bike Talk with Dave. I'm thrilled to have you on. Thirsty Pigs. I don't know what Thirsty Pigs is. What is, what is Thirsty Pigs and where did that name come from? So Jay Kennedy, welcome to the show. And uh, what the heck is Thirsty Pigs? Well, thank you. It's, you know, it's great listening to your podcast and being involved in the cycling community. Um, basically, my sister and I uh, are kind of a think tank, and I was trying to transition one business into a unique, memorable name. So the full name is really Thirsty Pigs Mobile Event Company, but we kind of just go with Thirsty Pigs most of the time. So um, I've been in hospitality for like over 30 plus years, so one of my hashtags is we're in the happy business. So. Um, worked with a couple different bike manufacturers, so finally I'm to a point where I can do what I love and work in the cycling community. So, uh, in a nutshell, Thirsty Pigs is really three things. I know that's a, a couple nuts, but uh, we do full events, so tables, tents, chairs, lighting, music, hot air balloon rides, ministers, bagpipers. People like to challenge me, and I just don't like the word no, so we'll make it happen. Uh, and then we have a bike shop in Madrid on the High Trestle Trail, right next to Flat Tire Lounge, where we do bike rentals, light repair, and sell our apparel. And then we do cycling tours 
pretty much Midwest based. Um, we've done uh, the Bourbon Burn, we've done Cycle Zydeco. Uh, we're gearing up to do some Key West tours. Oh. That sounds warm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're going to do those in February. Uh, basically, a lot of the trails, you know, the Katy Trail to Sparta Elroy, um, to even people that coming come to this great community of Des Moines, we give them tours on where to go. So, um, so there's there's the bag of nuts for you. Awesome. I I love that you like included Des Moines in that. I feel like like I want to have. Um, uh, part, it's not the Des Moines partnership, Catch Des Moines. Yep. I want to have the dude from Catch Des Moines on to talk about, I, I feel like Des Moines should be a cycling destination. We ran into, my wife and I were riding up, we rode up to Perry on the trail, literally from our house, we're on trail the entire way, 36 miles to Perry. Um, ran into my sister who has a shop up there. That was a plug. Um, but we were uh, getting some food and three guys kind of roll up and they're getting refreshments or whatever and uh, start a conversation. They had stuff on their bikes. They're from Lincoln and they were spending three days riding the trails, staying in uh Airbnbs or hotel or something, maybe even camping in one spot, uh, fishing on the rivers. And I'm like, that is so freaking cool. Like, why would people not come to Des Moines and create a whole weekend of, or a freaking week? I mean, there's 900 miles of trail here. You can go a different direction every day and stay downtown. But anyway, I love that you offer tours in Des Moines. Well, I totally agree. And the trail system's so great here. And sometimes it's hard to decipher a map or if you just kind of know kind of the local hot spots like today we're sitting at Captain Roy's and uh, they're a sponsor of kind of our touring aspect of what we do. Um, you know, we've uh, Wade and I have been to Bentonville together and his brother uh, on one tour, but did it, they bring their guitars? Uh, they did not. They just yeah. they just came ready to shreddy. It was, yeah, that's it was, awesome. It was so fun. Uh, the history of that family and and uh, but you know, I just uh, I fell in love with a girl from Des Moines and. I, I lived in Ames and then uh, transitioning to Des Moines and it's, uh, you know, the south side Italian and there's just something special about cycling in Des Moines that, I mean, you and I have been all over biking, but it's just hard to beat it. Yeah. So. Yep, no doubt. All right, you talked about three different um, nuts of your business. Um, just curious what's going through everyone's head when what pictures come up in their brain. But anyway, we'll talk about your three nuts. Um, uh, touring, events, and... Um, and the bike shop. Oh, bike shop. I do. I forget about that. That's You're okay. right. Um, let's start with, I feel like you started in events. Is that kind of where this thing began? Um, it did. I mean, this business kind of started from, well, how do I work together with my beer friends and continue the fellowship of getting good beer into people's bellies on bicycles? So, um, you know, so now we have re refrigerated trucks with taps on the side, trailers with taps on the side. 
um, and the ability to basically pop up anywhere and throw a party, you know, but that takes, you know, proper insurance and permitting and um, everyone thinks beers descend from the heavens, but it's a lot of work to pull off even a five-day event. Oh, um, a five-day event sounds huge, actually. Well, I mean, so that's the shortest license span you can get to five days. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying, yeah. Somebody says, hey, right. we need to hear about it on Monday to make it work on Saturday or Sunday, right? right. And normally, you know, th this is months and months of planning. Um, because you have to go through uh, proper channels to get the license, which takes four to six weeks on average. So. Mm, yep, yep. So you can do everything from uh, support something like Wade's Shiver on the River. Not that you do, but you yeah, could. Actually, uh, we you know donate one of our trucks for that event just because oh. it's you know we do a lot of i would say community kind things um we help uh kelsey and cole with their race uh in redfield uh in iowa gravel project with different things um, we've helped fuller and um and cooper with their events um basically we just try to be part of the cycling community and either you know help them out behind the scenes with if it's a tent we've helped with some cycle cross races or some you know some beer donation but uh, I guess to answer that question we we really do um, small parties to very large parties so it can be a small wedding to a um, neighborhood party to uh, a town celebration um, you know and, and a lot of times we're behind the scenes and people don't even realize that we're involved in that where you know we've helped Ragbri behind the scenes we've helped um, Dwayne Marathon behind the scenes um, uh, Chris Kendall Market just ended earlier in December um, that was probably our most recent big event but you know we do a lot of other things to help others shine especially on those larger events um, you know we've been involved in pigtails the ride for women for for years Baycoon for years and some of what we are involved in there is uh, the donation of a SAG driver and a SAG vehicle um, just to be part of that event to help out you know whether it be the Iowa Bike Coalition or Brooks or really anyone in the community so yeah I feel like there's a natural tie to you and Brooks Reynolds uh, the uh, bacon guy right, right yeah. yeah pigs have something to do with bacon I, I think, yeah. I think. Uh, and we are in Iowa, so. Right, right. And that did make me think. It's just like Thirsty Pigs. Like, it's just so memorable. Like, you can't forget the name. Yeah, correct, so. correct. Uh, you've also done a great job of marketing your your look, your brand. You're wearing a, um, a pink and blue floral shirt, and those are prolific. Anywhere you go on a bicycle in... I'm... I feel like I've seen them all over the Midwest. Yeah. You're going to see the pink and blue floral thirsty pigs jersey, shirt, whatever. Uh, you have done a great job of marketing that. Where did that come from? Where did your floral look well, come from? you know, in life you surround yourself with good people. And um, one of my dear friends and our old cycling team, uh, Tom Nelson, he designs jerseys. Um, and he designed this jersey 
Jersey, and at first I really didn't like it. <laughs> and uh, then I, ha I had one made, and I fell in love with it. Um, you know, it, it's the being out there and having different styles of jerseys and having that market your brand and have people want to wear it. You know, it's kind of, I don't know, kind of like a soft club. You know, it's not necessarily a, a team per se, but, um, but you know, and then we do everything from wool, very nice merino wool sweaters to cycling caps, to long sleeve shirts, to t-shirts, to dry fit shirts. But this Hawaiian print is so not Iowa, but um, I really got into merchandise because I had to in COVID to stay alive. Oh, wow. So, yeah, know, no events. Right. And, you know, it, it's very humbling. Like, it, it, the very start, I'm like, oh, there's a Thirsty Pig's hat over there. But, like you said, like, you can't go on a ride without seeing something of Thirsty Pigs. And I don't know everyone that's bought my stuff anymore, which is kind of cool. That's super cool. And uh, I think we're above 2,500 jerseys that, oh, wow. that are pigs in the wild. So. <laughs> Yeah, so if you see a pig in the wild, right. take a snap and yeah. post it on the gram there and, and tag Thirsty Pigs and, and, and yeah, White it is, Talk. It is cool because people send me photos from around the world. Yeah. You know, whether, oh, it's, wow, cool. whether it's a koozie or a jersey and, you know, in different areas, people like the button-down jerseys or the standard jerseys. Yep. But, you know, it's... We try to have something for everyone. So. Yeah, well, I would say you do for sure. So great look and very recognizable. Look for the vans as well that are clad in the pink and blue Hawaiian floral. Yeah, well, I'm excited because we're going to co-brand with your lovely logo on one of our van on our tour vans now. So excited about that. Oh, so, I love it. Let's yeah. rock and roll, man. Right. Let's uh, make that happen. So you brought up tours and vans. Tell me about the tours. How'd that start? How How'd you grow from events serving beer out of a trailer to full whack multi-day tours? Yeah, well, I mean, with all of my hospitality background uh, in restaurants, hotels, golf courses, um, managed, helped manage a team from 15, 15 states and two countries, um, a, a ragbri team, but like trying to just mold all of that together and identify fun places to take people where it's a bike concierge service. So basically, this, people email us and go, hey, we've got 10 to 20 people. We would like to go on a ride here. Here's approximate miles. Uh, you know, different levels of cycling. So, you know, we do um, regular hard surface rides, gravel rides, mountain bike rides. You know, it's really whatever whatever anyone wants. And then we plan their, their lodging, their food. Um, so basically, they get us their bike 24 hours in advance. We load it. Um, everything's in a covered trailer, a two-tiered covered trailer, wrapped in a moving blanket, strapped down. I love my bike. I know people love their bikes. Correct. So we're going to take Correct. care of them. Yes. And then, um, you know, we set a, a go time for the next uh, day, and then we take off to go to to Bentonville or to Sparta Elroy or whatever, and, you know, just 
just, I think people enjoy that they don't really have to think. They can truly just go on a vacation and go, oh, boy, that was... That was fun. I didn't really have to do too much work. So we do a lot of research. Yeah. They don't have to worry about, they don't, it sounds like it's pretty customizable. So if they don't want to, they don't have to worry about food. They don't have to worry about where they're riding today. Right. They don't have to worry about, will there be a place to refuel on the ride? You've already figured all of that yeah. out. Yeah. Well, we do, you know, we plan the route, um, the approximate mileage. You never know if things are under construction sometimes, sure. but most of the time it works out just great. Yep. And um, we'll do a, you know, a tailgate lunch if that's what they want, um, an aid station with morning snacks, the tailgate lunch, and then afternoon snacks. Uh, basically, they get to the hotel parking lot and their bags are already in their room. And they just walk, I hand them their key and they walk in their hotel room and we recongregate after they put a little lipstick on a pig. So essentially, you are the easy button right. to go on a, right. and, a ride you know, somewhere. I mean, our, our email is super easy. It's info at thirstypigs.com. So we've done corporate events, touring, um, you know, stuff here around Iowa and then all over. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What about bikes? Um, and does somebody meet you at the destination or do they meet in Des Moines, hop in your van and go? Well, you know, everything is customizable. So uh, people can ship their bike to, you know, our bike shop in Madrid or they can ship their bike to a shipping location where the tour is that we have a partnership with a bike shop. Um, or if they're Iowa-based, they usually just bring it. So, sure. Um, and then if they don't have a bike um, that they don't want to bring along or need a rental, then we work with those connections um, to help them with the rental. You know, uh, it, like in Bentonville, people that maybe not have ridden a mountain bike or people that, well, I don't know how tough this is going to be. So, you know, so we connect them with a nice e-bike per se, but we're bike friendly. We don't care if it's a trike, a standard bike, an e-bike. We just view it as smiling miles. I love it. I love it. Um, you mentioned the bike shop several times. Which, by the way, is on freaking Kennedy Avenue. How did you do that? <laughs> if well, you don't remember, his last name is Kennedy, and he has a bike shop on Kennedy Avenue in Madrid. Well, did you name that street? I did not. Um, it is kind of an ongoing joke that I'm the mayor of Iowa because of all of my connections. It's just kind of funny. But um, no, I'm. Uh, I lived in Ames. I think maybe we've been down that same road at one time in our lives. But I started to get these refrigerated trucks and, and equipment, so I have a little acreage. And then this bike shop became available, so I thought, well, you know, if I can sell my merchandise, you know, provide a snack or a drink and 
allow people to ride because there's a half a million riders on that trail a year. It's it's crazy. It's wow. I, I think the fifth largest tourist attraction in the state of Iowa is the High Trestle Bridge. So, wow. Yes. Yeah. And you know it's um, you know Kyle's bikes in Ankeny. They do a nice job. That's kind of the start point if you're not familiar with that trail. And you know there's there just kind of didn't be needed to be something there. So we try to provide that I guess. So but. <laughs> I had nothing to do with the street name. So I, it was I, a like, fortunate. <laughs> yeah, I joke and I call Madrid Spain, you know, because I pretend I'm so worldly. Madrid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, your shop is perfectly located next to the flat tire lounge. So somebody gets flat tire, you're right there to take care of their bike. Right. And you know, it's uh, we do full mechanic service on bikes. You, usually, that's by a check-in basis, and we get them back. You know, forty-eight to uh, I would say two to five days, depending on what parts are needed. Uh, but yeah, we're. I mean. It is, if people get a flat tire, I mean, I feel kind of like the team NASCAR. I'm pretty good at that. But I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Uh, I'm always the one on a group ride that uh, somebody gets a flat. And you don't want to overstep your bounds, but do you want the group standing there for 15 minutes or do you want it done in two minutes? And, uh, you know, somebody will just hand me their bike. And, and it is pretty, you know, we do have beverages and snacks, so it is pretty, hey, have, have a seat, watch all of your friends on bikes, you know, bike by. Right. Um, but, I, yeah, I think we're 10 feet from the trail. Yep. And we're right, you know, so it's... It's fun to provide a service. It's kind of a seasonal shop. And, you know, we've had people, well, my husband forgot to charge my e-bike battery. Well, we, we have some e-bikes. I'm like, let me just help you. Let me save your marriage today. So. <laughs> right, right. Let's plug that in. Why don't you go next door and get a beer? Well, and they, then... yeah, in that case, they just used one of our rental bikes. It was funny. Oh, so, perfect. That's yeah. even better. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So you rent bikes, and that trail's about to get a little longer. It's getting longer by the, I don't know, month maybe, yeah. uh, year, uh, going from Woodward, where it kind of dead-ended, yep. to Perry, and that's going to make a whole nother loop. Like, that's going to make a massive, that's a massive connection. Yeah, and, you know... Um, it's kind of fun because I was on a campaign. We've raised some money um, in Wade Frank's honor um, Ooh, right. for Ride for Wade. And uh, it just seeing that stretch um, come come around, uh, Dallas County's been hard at work on that, that conservation. Perry's super excited about it. You know, I think all of the, all of the cyclists are excited about it. Um, you know, it'll go through Boughton. I like to call it Bhutan, just to be fancy. And then, oui, oui. And then bike over to Paradise, you know. <laughs> so, and before too and long. Before Jamaica. Right, yeah, right. For I sure. mean, Iowa and their funny isms for names. But And the Burr Ride will be here before you know it. We do two beer services to support that ride the first Saturday in February. So Some days you want beer and some days you want the hot cocoa that is served there as well. Correct. It, uh, Gosh, I think I've, 
everything from like 60 degrees to negative 10. There weren't a lot of people on the negative 10 ride. I didn't even stop for hot chocolate. That was cold. That was cold. We made it to Rippy and the Sparks, Sparkies, and got hot chocolate and then turned around and rode home. That was a cold day. But anyway, that's a, that's a great ride. February... It's the first Saturday in February, right? Second, I think. I, I think know. it's the second. First yeah. Saturday in February, regardless of, of the date. But yeah, and it's getting uh, close to 50 years of that tradition, so I just try to help those communities be, you know, keep that tradition going. Yeah. So. Well, it's awesome to see you guys out and about. You guys have supported the whole cycling community, whether it's Ragbri, whether it's Burr, or the um, uh, Bakun, or... Coles, right, right. Redfield gravel ride right. and everything in between. You guys are awesome. Um, where does somebody find information? You guys are pretty prolific at posting pictures of people in. Yeah. Well, people are always surprised because uh, all of the jerseys have all of our information on there, but like. That's my cell phone number. So people, you get the boss hog when you call that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so um, so it's, it's always interesting where I'm shipping a jersey that, oh, uh, this one's going to L.A., okay, or this one's going to Australia, apparently, you know. So, um, yeah, so info at thirstypigs.com. I guess uh, we try to do positive uh, fun posts on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's we need a website redo, so don't judge us too bad on that. But you know, I, I find I'm not going to say I didn't do some research, and I'm like 2020. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yes, I'll, I'll agree you do. Yep. But I mean, at least it's a place to start, and there's right. contact info, right? Correct. Yeah. So yep. hit you up, and your cell phone number is right. is it on there? Is it on the website? Yeah. Or info at thirstypigs.com yeah. is easy enough to yeah. uh, to find. The phone number is readily available at anywhere in the world. It's seems like, but it's 515-203-0773, but most people just email and then we hop offline on a phone call. Some, yeah, so. yeah. Well, that's exciting. So everything from freaking weddings to multi-day distant tours, mountain biking in Bentonville or gravel riding in Minnesota or road riding in, I don't know, where somebody go ride road? Colorado? Ever done anything in Colorado? Um, should we? I, we should. I've got some good, you know, you develop these partnerships. Uh, what I do a lot with Primal and then my friends at Left Hand Brewing. Oh, there you are, for uh, sure. You know, I definitely could, you know, work, massage some coupons and, and plan some things. So, Left Hand Nitro Milk Stout. <laughs> One of my favorite beers of all time. Oh my goodness. And beers, holy moly, you guys are the beer capital of the world. You'll, ser you'll, I mean, you have everything. I feel like my perception of you, and I'm really glad we're having this conversation because perception is one thing and a reality is, is different. But uh, my perception is that you guys are kind of craft beer experts. But you can kind of serve everything, can't you? Well, a lot of times we'll do a full liquor license because you know there may be someone that well I'm a, I'm a you know vodka lemonade drinker I I don't really like beer okay so normally we carry one domestic beer bush latte we're in and, Iowa right and then um, 
you know, I carry one or two ciders. There's, there's, you know, and then seltzers, um, and those drinking fads, you know, kind of change year to year. Sure. Yeah, seltzers used to be wine coolers. Remember the Bartles and James? <laughs> oh my! Okay, you're dating yourself. So I am. I know. I wasn't I know. even old enough for Bartles and James. No, so. <laughs> but you know, we listen to who's ever having the event or hosting the event or know who's coming to the event, and we customize each event. You know, um, we've had corporate gigs where they wanted it to be an Oktoberfest theme, so we did that. Um, you know, we just try to really listen to what customers and clients like their their needs dry and wet if you can re, you know read between the lines yep, there. Yep, so, yep, yeah yep. so dig it um i don't know can i ask do you have a favorite iowa craft beer well i think you know seasonally that changes so it does you're right um but i mean i feel like we're kind of beer blessed if that's oh a term oh my gosh we are um you know the uh, you know the breweries that have been in it you know a while now just keep honing in and you know you get specialty beers from uh you know there's certain breweries that are known for their sours some that are known for their ipas um yeah i don't know that's tough to really pin down but yeah you're right my tastes change with what's being served right well you know and you know I'm, I'm i'm a bourbon guy and then i like red wine but i also like craft beer so you know yeah i, I i'm a craft beer guy and i love the craft beer scene here in Iowa, really everywhere. It's so fun when you travel, speaking of tours, when you travel to go explore the breweries of that region. Going to Bentonville, going to Colorado, you mentioned Left Hand. Uh, Breckenridge Brewing is awesome. Um, well, there's definitely a correlation between uh, whether it's just beer drinking and biking or craft beer and biking. There's just a nice synergy there. So. There is for sure. Well, we are speaking of beer. We're sitting in Captain Roy's, and we were fortunate to grab Wade, Wade Thompson, who is the uh, one of the owners of Captain Roy's, and Captain Roy's supports you in your um, ventures far and wide. I understand. Yeah, um, Wade and Jack, and you know all of those families, um, that group. Uh, I've been supportive. I mean, I've watched them grow. They've watched me grow, and. You know, there's just a lot of, whether that be Captain Roy's or A Bike Iowa or uh, my buddy Jim Freeman, who's a cycling attorney. Um, there's just a lot of support for Thirsty Pigs and kind of the things that we try to do. And uh, whether that's just buying a jersey, because I view that as support, or um, being a sponsor or asking us to do a public or private event. So I think we're doing about 40 to 60 events a year. Oh, wow. So you're busy. Yeah. You are busy. Yeah. That's almost, I mean, if that were one a weekend, that's at least one a weekend. Well, I think on I, average. I think I did eight in one weekend and Oof. that about killed me. So I, you know, you always, if you aren't learning something every day or from every event or every tour, you're, you're doing it wrong. So, you True. know, it's, it's always, okay, well, when you go to Florida, you need tweezers to pull out those uh, very fine wires in your tires, you know. I mean, it's just little things you pick up along the way. It's going, oh, okay. So. Huh, uh, good to know. Yeah. I'm marking that down. 
Um, all right, thirstypigs.com. Uh, your phone number is on there, and that is the head hog. Yeah. Would yeah. you head well, cheese? Well, I'm a fan of Dukes of Hazard because who wasn't, you know, back boss in hog. the day? Yeah, yeah, boss, boss hog. hog. That's right. That's right. So Cow. my well, my my middle name. So so it's really J D. So really, it's J D. Boss Hog. So <laughs> J D. Wow, that's uh, when my childhood. I grew up in Eastern Iowa. That's what I was known as. But I'm okay with that now. You know. You drove but, up in a van with like Hawaiian shirt all over it. Where's the freaking orange <laughs> charger? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think he drove a Cadillac with horns. Oh, Boss front. Hog drove right, the Cadillac. Right, yeah, so. you're right. You're right. Uh, I got a uh, kid coming home from Texas today. Nice. Um, although now I'm dating this uh, conversation, but um, I'll have him throw in some Longhorns for you. and strapped to the front of that van. Oh, good. I think the Hawaiian and the Longhorn would really pair well together. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We if. If you ever see one of our vans driving around, it may be me or it may not be me because we have people that do tours with us, you know, tour captains or brewery tours or dive bar tours. Um, you know, we, we do those just because we have the vans mainly in central Iowa. But we've done some bachelor, bachelorette parties. Those are always interesting. So, I'm sure. But, but we have, yeah, you know, Luau Louie. We have the Big Kahuna. We have Tiki. We have the spaceship, we have Big Boar, so we just try to get fun with the names of our, and just like our bike rental fleet, they're all named, so then, oh, well, you know, Alice has a problem, we need to fix the derailleur on Alice. Alice? What's wrong, Alice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're putting the fun in everything, smiles, what'd you say, smiles? Smiling miles. Smiling miles, I love it, I love it. Well, we're going to chat with Wade. Uh, again at Captain Roy's where we're sitting and um, see how uh, how Wade's doing and how he put this place together. This is an awesome location, awesome place. I freaking grew up on this river. My dad had an apartment like right around the corner there overlooking the river. His boat was in Berlin. I spent weekends camping on sandbars upriver, water skiing right down through here. And then in later years, rowing. I was, I rowed for a couple of summers and um, it was kind of fun. So nice. I, I love being on the river and I love this place and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay, thanks. Thirstypigs.com. Find your phone number and give the boss hog a call. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, love your podcast and, you know, just maybe a little different perspective. So, you know, smiling miles, give us a call. Will do. And I'll look forward to doing stuff with you. Okay. Thank Figure you. Figure something out. Uh, Wade, it's a treat to be here at Roy's. Love this place. Thank you. I probably, I don't know, I don't want to piss anyone off, but this is one of our favorite places in town. (laughs) I got to admit, like, we love this place. On the Des Moines River, what's, like, where'd Roy's come from? How'd you end up with this? How'd you end up here? I'll tell you. All right. Um, Jack Doherty, who actually lives just up the hill, um, was... Uh, my parents were involved with him in neighborhood association and and so on and so forth and uh, thought he was really cool and they were like hey you should meet our son Wade maybe you guys could do something together and uh, you know I've been commuting this 
trail the you know neil smith in between ankeny and des moines for more than 30 years that trail has always been here so um that was my route to work i worked over at carter printing for 25 years probably over on east grand and that's how i got back and forth to work and had been riding by this place for for years the Freylack family owned this uh property and the building and it was a marina from the late 60s up until the 90s when it flooded really bad and they walked away and then the city took it over and uh, a lot of people I don't think realize that you're in a city park here this is Birdland Park you're at the Birdland Marina but you're also right on the Neil Smith bike trail and um, Jack who is a, a fan of the river has always had a slip at the marina and uh and I, I guess he's the river guy, and, and I'm the, the bicycle guy down here. And I enjoy myself some live music as well, so I incorporated <laughs> that into the, the deal. And, uh, Jack and Jack and I had a dream to have a place here. Um, the location is fantastic, and with the bike trail and proximity to the river, there's a boat ramp right there, and uh, we were like, man, it's a shame that that building is sitting empty, and basically they were storing lawnmowers and picnic tables and stuff in here, and we were thought, we thought uh, there should be a bar here. <laughs> right, right. That was a good idea. Maybe some cold beer and hamburgers. Maybe. You know, and, and it worked. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything genius behind it. Uh, cyclists like like to drink beer and ride bikes and eat food and and so do the river people so uh, river people boaters cyclists yep. teachers yep. my daughter taught over on the east side and this was we their go, spot this yep, was their a, friday night teachers spot in here uh and love them how long you been open since 2015, it 2015, says so on the sign right it there. It says on the sign over there. And initially, we couldn't operate out of the building just because there was a, a lot of stuff we had to do to get to a point where we could inhabit this structure. Um, we're in a floodplain here. So um, doing uh, improvements on the building has its own set of challenges as well. And uh, um, it took us a while to, um, we started out in the bus and uh and then uh and then they would let us in the building but we couldn't have people in the building so we would cook hamburgers in the bus and sell beer literally out of home refrigerators and we would just open that door over there and put a tent up and and sell beer out the door and uh and that's how it started and then eventually we were able to uh, refurb this building which uh, took a lot and uh, put the deck out there and the, and the pontoon stage and, and, uh, and got a new kitchen and now the bus is just an auxiliary bar for in the summertime when, uh, when the patio gets full. And it does get full. That's yeah. kind of, I, I, I feel like that is a parallel story to gravel started out super grassroots out of the back of a pickup truck and yep. and uh, beautiful building where we are today great stage freaking awesome music venue um, Wade we go back a long time mountain biking yep. Sycamore before it was called Sycamore yep. uh, Browns Woods when we could ride at Browns Woods Center yep. like 
man, Saturday mornings were, were mountain bike shred time. Sunday afternoons yep. uh, shredded a ton. Um, but you also have a deep history in the music scene yep. and bring a ton of great music here. Yep. Uh, what's your story in music in your elevator speech? Uh, well, I started playing bass in seventh grade. My dad was always in bands. My grandfather was uh, a jazz musician, uh, was in the Navy band, toured all over the world, anything with a wood reed, and, uh, um, you know, played with Stan Canton and Lena Horne and a lot of the jazz greats. He was fantastic. So it was always in my family. And there was always uh, musical instruments laying around the house. My brother plays um, as well. And so we, you know, it was just kind of the natural order. You're being humble. I, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you spent some time with the freaking legend. And uh, I, I also love that uh, you kind of put together bands here and, and bring your music. I love to the, I love the uh, local music scene here. And, and I when you know, that was part of uh, uh, the, the dream for me was to have a place where um, guys like me could come and and have play a gig and be taken care of and, and appreciated for their efforts because I understand um, how much goes into just showing up to a gig and performing for the evening. It's uh, There's a lot that happens um, outside of uh, 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 the rehearsal time and the time you spent learning your craft and uh, if you're a songwriter um, and then getting that to a point where you actually present that to the world is uh, there's a lot that goes into it. So yeah, for sure. One of my favorite nights here was might have been after it was after some bike race, a gravel race. I feel like Indy 50, but might have been later than that. Anyway, after a bike race, we all met here yep. because a complete disaster was on that uh, mm -hmm. pontoon stage. Yep. You, Mike Vallely, your brother. Yep. Um, Eli Clark. Eli Clark. Yep. Shredding. Other, other brothers. Yep. Great band. Another great local band. It was super fun, man. That was that it's, was a treat. It's for still sure. a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't get it out of my system. <laughs> Good. Don't, don't <laughs> get it out of your system. Bass, guitar, and bicycles. That's, that's <laughs> perfect. Well, you're in that. the perfect spot, the yeah. perfect uh, venue to do that. So uh, thanks tons, man. You got a gig coming up here. Not a gig, but a gig on uh, February 17th. What's uh, going on that day? Shiver on the river. Shiver on the river. Yep. Hopefully we're on the river. Hopefully yeah. it freezes. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we just... Uh, it's just a bunch of uh, general jackassery. We, we like to try and get people out of the house in the middle of the winter, break up the winter blues, and um, get people to understand that it's okay to have fun in the winter, like uh, some of our uh, northern counterparts, Minnesota, Wisconsin, they embrace the winter season, and, uh, and we can do that here too. Awesome. Well, I'm sure we'll see you before then, but if yeah. not, see you on the 17th. All right, man. Rock on, brother. Yeah.
I want to thank Jay and Wade for meeting with me and sharing their stories. Be sure to connect with him, whatever your special event or travel and riding needs are, at thirstypigs.com. One of the events I've seen Jay at is the Core 4. Maybe you will too. Who's ready for some Core 4 news? After a huge spike in riders and a super thank you to everyone for coming out this year, these guys jumped right back into the fire. It's no surface untouched again for 2024 because Core 424 has a sweet sound to it, no doubt. New routes, new distances, and a new you. That's right, y'all, they are mixing it up with more surprises and delights. New for 24 is the Core 40 distance. Just a bump up from the 20 mile and still has all the farmscapes and B roads and champagne gravel you'd expect from the folks at Core 4, just without the single track. They're telling us 60 is the new 50, miles that is. It's a no surfaced, untouched podium eligible route with all the cats in addition to their marquee 100 mile event. It's the perfect blend of competition and community. We want Core 4 to be on your event calendar for 2024. Jump on Bike Reg today, snag your spot before this event reaches its cap. Come ride the wave and get more bodies on bikes. It's blazing hot action every year and they'll keep the fire stoked all winter long with the 20, 40, 60, or 100 mile route, Core 424 has something for everyone. It's time for the next time. Let's go! I also want to thank you for tuning in, for liking, sharing, and subscribing. I'd like to encourage you to rate and review on your favorite podcast platform, and that includes YouTube where every new episode is published each week. Just look for the Bike Talk with Dave channel. And if you really love the show and you want to support it financially, I'd invite you to drop a few coins in the cup at buymeacoffee.com and I'll send you a sticker. And if you still want a Bike Talk with Dave beanie, drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. We'll see you next week with my Arrowhead 135 Ultra mentor, Steve McGuire, who will be sharing what he learned at this winter's Tuscobia 160 Winter Ultra. In the meantime, I hope you have a great week, and remember that nothing compares with the simple pleasure of riding a bicycle. And now I'm going to let Eli Clark on guitar, Paul Thompson on drums, Mike Vallely on vocals, Wade Thompson on bass, play you out with a complete disaster.
and reflect to contemplate and to inspect I don't know how much longer I will get no I don't know how much longer I will get I don't know how much longer I will get I don't know how much longer I will get I've had many years to study and reflect To contemplate and to inspect And I don't know how much longer I will get no, I don't know how much longer I will get I don't know how much longer I'll get So I know what I'm gonna do I've had many years to study and reflect
Paul Thompson on the drums, William Thompson on the bass. Thank you, Des Moines. Thank you, Captain Royce. Good night.